If you're a creative entrepreneur, author, filmmaker, or nonprofit organization, the powerful publicity prescription was written with you in mind. Packed to the brim with actionable tips, strategies, and real-world examples, you'll learn how to launch a successful PR campaign on time and on budget. Check it out at crowdfunder.com slash publicity prescription for more info. From the Tales of the Forgotten Archives, Don't Look, Episode 2. Hey Dan, this is Lucas. I'm out on Paradise Row, about 10 miles north of SVT Campgrounds. I'm going to have a pickup of a rollover here. Looks like occupants might be possible pin. I'll advise. Start rescue. Sir? Ma'am? Can you hear me? Dan, I'm gonna need... What the? Get out of my car! You didn't think there was only one of us, did you? Everything hurt. My head, worst of all. Details came back in spurts. I was in the SUV still, upside down. We'd crashed, flipped. Shelly. I turned my head, but her face was obscured by her hanging hair. I felt the tears burning hot in my eyes. I knew. I'd seen. But maybe, maybe I'd seen wrong. I reached out, pushing her hair away from her face. No! No! I had to get out. Something was in here. Fuck! Where was my gun? Where was... Noah? Noah! I looked to the back seat. He was there, crumpled up. I crawled under the seat, wincing in pain at every movement, and checked his pulse. Oh, he was alive. Okay. 
Okay. <sighs> Fuck you! Fuck you, you fucking piece of shit! You can't have any more! I crawled out of the broken window, rolling onto my back. Tears and sweat and blood in my eyes. I couldn't think. I couldn't stop moving. Get Noah, Katie, come on! I made myself move. I reached inside the car and grabbed him underneath his arms, trying to pull him towards me. He was so heavy. He was too heavy. No, no, no! Noah, come on! Come on! Get up! Noah, wake up! Wake up right now! <sighs> Noah! <sighs> wake up! Katie? Get out of the fucking car! Finally, I didn't have dead weight anymore. <sighs> he groaned in pain, but got his legs underneath him, pushing as I pulled and got free. Shelly! She's gone. Can you stand up? Ah, fuck. Ah, I think so. Yeah. I helped Noah to his feet as fast as we could. I wanted distance between us and whatever was in that fucking car. As we backed up from the SUV, I finally noticed the scene around us. What the hell? I felt like I was in a nightmare I couldn't wake up from. There were two cop cars, an ambulance, an animal control services van. Lights on, radios crackling, I could see through some of their windshields. I could see legs and arms hanging out of the vehicles. Everyone was dead. This, this can't be real. This cannot be real. What the fuck happened? I grabbed Noah's arm for strength, solidarity, support, something solid. We walked cautiously towards the ambulance, my heart thundering in my chest. One of the paramedics was in the driver's seat. They were gripping the radio with one hand. Dead. Their face. They looked like Shelly. Like Diana. Probably like David. Where is it? Where's the thing that killed them? It was a good damn question, but I didn't have any answers for him. I pulled him close to me. Like if we stayed close, we could fend off whatever killed these people. As we rounded the back of the ambulance, we found the other paramedic. I felt sick. Her back was bent, the angle too sharp, her face towards the ceiling and frozen in a terrified expression. Her jaw wasn't snapped like the others, but her mouth was wide, stretched to the breaking point and glistening with some kind of Slime? Uh, mucus? Keep... keep moving. I silently agreed. I didn't hear anything anymore, but I didn't feel safe. I felt like something was watching us. As we hurried past all the emergency vehicles, they were all like this. Everyone. The cops, the animal control guy, in their cars. Dead. We should probably get. He trailed off, and I understood. We should what? 
call for help. <laughs> help arrived, but it hadn't done us or them any good. Maybe. Maybe the police station isn't far. We could walk. One of the officers dropped his gun. I let go of Noah, took a second to steal myself and rushed over to the car, snatching it off the ground and hurried back. I know it wasn't a smart move to take a cop's weapons, but I'd worry about the repercussions if we ever made it to the police station. As I rejoined Noah, I spared one quick glance back at the SUV where Shelley was. I bit my lips so hard I tasted blood. I couldn't stop the tears. Let's go. We had eaten enough for now. The others returned. I stayed watching Noah and Katie go. The smell of their fear muted by a different smell. Grief. Loss. It was beautiful. What will I smell on you when I'm in your room tonight? Seven are dead in what police are calling the most horrific crime scene they've seen. Two persons of interest, Noah Reeves and Katie Lopez, though no charges have been formally filed, they are the lone survivors of a brutal mass murder that took place 10 miles from the popular SVT campground. It's been three months and police still have no answers for what many are calling the massacre at Paradise Row that left seven people dead, including two officers of the West Hills PD. Back to you, Jim. Sheriff Jacob Rivers gave a statement today. Of note, both Noah Reeves and Katie Lopez are no longer persons of interest. Sheriff Rivers also stated police are dedicated to finding who is responsible for the vicious killings. What's up, everybody? It's Nate. And if 38, this is your first time here, welcome to my channel. Today on We Solve the Unsolvable, let's talk about the massacre of Paradise Row. You guys. This case is a prime example of the stupidity of small-town police. It is clear as day that Noah and Katie, the sole survivors, are 100% responsible for these killings. And get this, I have a source who told me one of Katie's friends, this guy named David Frost, died just like everyone else. What's connecting all these murders? You guessed it. Katie, how is she not the killer? I mean, it is obvious her and Noah planned this whole thing. Like they wanted to be in Scream 6. We're on to you, Katie. We're gonna make this unsolvable case solved. Hey guys, if you like my content, don't forget to hit that bell notification so you never miss a video from me. And subscribe. It's been six months since the massacre at Paradise Row. Our protection spells worked, you guys. My spirit guides told me last night that Katie and Noah are safe from the demons. Take that, you lame-ass Gen X witches. Like and follow for more spells. We are 100% going to hex the moon again this year. Bats. <sighs> Fucking TikTok. Terenzio. Confirmed. Which part? They're letting things in every time they use the Hadron. Do they know that? 
Or are they that fucking stupid? Someone does. Give you three guesses. These things, it's, it's not good. The way they kill people. The massacre? And a dozen other scattered incidents in the last six months. What are they? Some are dead. Some? Not easy to kill. We think they're hunting. They hunt? They do more than that. It's the survivors, isn't it? We can't confirm. Just a hunch. Your hunches aren't usually wrong. Can we help them? She's got too much heat on her. Fuck. They both do. She'll make it or she won't. If she doesn't and it targets someone not so high profile, we can step in. I get it. Keep me updated. Of course. When an enemy hires Arden Finch without realizing who or what she is, Arden risks everything to claim her forbidden elemental magic. This hard-boiled private eye will have to save herself before she can save the world, even as the gods and her own community stand against her. Set in a supernatural North Carolina, Elemental is book one in a diverse new urban fantasy series. Kirkus Reviews called Elemental a genuine page-turner, and gave the sequel, Eldritch Sparks, a starred review. Find Elemental at your favorite bookstore. Are you tired of listening to ads and just want the story? With the Tales of the Forgotten membership, you'll get ad-free episodes of all our shows, like this one, and you'll be supporting the creators and stories that you love. Go to talesoftheforgotten.com backslash membership. But hey, we like to spoil you. So a Tales of the Forgotten membership also offers bonus content like character audio files, artwork, exclusive shows, first looks at scripts, and a lot more. So go to talesoftheforgotten.com backslash membership or just click the link in the description. Sorry to wake you. Wasn't sleeping anyway. Meet you in the kitchen? Yeah. Thanks, Noah. You know it'll be my turn tomorrow night. <laughs> I miss you, Shell. I miss you so much. Which one you want? I want the frozen Reese's Cups. Whoa, we have those? Yep, I hid them. Oh, that's cold-blooded. <laughs> I'll share. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been great if the men in Susu offered us clearance from all charges in exchange for secrecy, also provided us with the therapist. I got the impression they didn't know what the thing or things were. I don't think there's a therapist out there who could help us. You're right. I'd settle for some anxiety meds. <sighs> Same. You talked to Shelly's parents lately? No. They've been great. It's just hard talking to them. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. What about Diana's? Her dad checks in. Her mom. She still thinks you did it. No. I just think she's a little racist is all. She 100% is a little racist. And she sucks. 
She only tolerated me because I'm mixed. Ugh, fuck her. Diana wasn't speaking to her anyway. I know. Which is sad if you think about it. She's a terrible person, but now that Diana's gone... No chance to repair what she broke. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I miss her. I miss them both. Fuck, I miss them all. Me too. Let's go watch something stupid on Netflix. Hell yeah. Let's do it. When the worst possible thing happens to you, you take any kind of sleep you can get that isn't a night terror. Noah fell asleep halfway through a physics-defying action movie. I was halfway through Frankie and Grace before I slept. But I did actually sleep for a few hours, so there's that. We'd moved. Twice. Since. <sighs> anyway, we were now in a quaint little city that didn't care about celebrities. And so long as we minded our business, people mostly minded theirs. We both worked from home. No co-workers to deal with face-to-face -face every day, which was nice. People were... <sighs> they weren't all assholes. Plenty left us heartfelt messages, survivors of their own tragedies, sharing their stories with us. I just didn't want any of it. I appreciated it. I mean, it was a hell of a lot better than being screamed at by a random fucking stranger that somehow knew I'd killed the woman I loved more than anything. But every time someone reached out, it was just another reminder of what I lost. And the shit part, the really, really shit part, was that I couldn't remember Shelly without remembering that night. I couldn't think about soft moments, or how we first met, or mornings in the park with coffee and cheap croissants. Every time I called up one of those memories, I went back to that night. The car, the way, the way she looked. I didn't know when that would stop, if it ever would stop. And I couldn't talk to a therapist, so I was left to struggle with it on my own. And in between all this grief, I was so angry that those things took my memories of Shelly and tainted them. I got so hot thinking about it sometimes, I felt like I couldn't be in my own skin. Noah turned to running, and boxing, and going to the shooting range almost every day. Things that were so far away from who Noah used to be made me sad. I mean... Exercise is great and all, and Noah wasn't in bad shape. He just wasn't that guy. I guess we all died a little that night. <sighs> Fuck, focus, Katie. I stopped staring out the window and looked at my monitor. Ten new emails. <laughs> great. I clicked open my mailbox, expecting at least half of them to be from my boss. But none of them were. What the hell? The subject line of the first email read, Please help me. The second one, This isn't a joke, please. The third one, I swear we need your help. The fourth one, Oh my god, I don't want to die, please. They kept getting more frantic. My heart started hammering in my chest. I felt my breath kick up in that insidious feeling of not being okay. That's a telltale marker of an incoming anxiety attack creeping up. 
I started rubbing the back of my thumb. Up, down, up, down, trying to time it with slowing down my breath. Not working, shit. I should take a step back and go through my breathing exercises. Instead, I bit my lip and opened up one of the emails. I'm sorry for reaching out, but you have to help us. My cell is 504-613-0623. Why would someone need our help? I clicked open the second email. Katie and Noah, please! We can hear it. We, we ran, but it was in our car, and now we're walking, and we don't know what to do. Please, help us. I rolled my chair back so quickly it almost fell over. I felt like I couldn't breathe. I put my hands atop my head and closed my eyes, trying to calm myself down, but I didn't want to read anymore. But I couldn't. I couldn't let someone else go through this. I couldn't let someone else turn into me and Noah. Fuck! I skipped down to message 10. My brother is dead. This can't be fucking real. I'm in a nightmare. We're at DeMarco Hospital in New Orleans. You survive. Please. Tell me how, tell me how I can save my family. Please. Uh, I think I can still hear it. How can it still be here? Please, help us. Please. Woo, just broke my own record. <laughs> Katie? What's going on? I couldn't answer him right away. I was biting my lips so hard I realized I was tasting blood. I slowly turned around to look at him. You remember how every time we watched Aliens, we always said if we'd been Ripley, we never would have gone back to LV-426? Yeah? What happened? It's happening to someone else. What? How do you know? I motioned for him to come over and see the emails for himself. We... We don't know shit about those things, Katie. We got lucky. I know. We don't know what they are. We don't even know how to kill one. I know. I know. But... Noah, don't you want to find out how? Katie? I can't keep living like this. I can't. I can't go about my daily bullshit knowing that those things are out there taking away every good memory someone else has. They, they can't take anymore, Noah. They just... They can't. You're the only family I have left. I don't want to lose you to those, those things. I don't want to lose you either. You don't have to do this. You don't. I wouldn't be mad or... You're not going alone. God, be sure, Noah. This isn't some movie. We might... Don't say it. I know. I'm not dumb. <sighs> But you're right. I'm fucked up. And I know you are too. So, we either get less fucked up or... Yeah. Yeah.
I grabbed him, hugging him as tight as I could. Noah hugged me back so tight my ribs hurt and I could feel him trembling. I didn't want him to come. But at the same time, my coward ass really did. I didn't want to do this alone. I wasn't under any illusions. We could be walking into a trap or straight to our deaths. But you know what? Eventually, you get tired of being afraid. And you get really fucking angry. We shouldn't stay here, Mama. We should go. <laughs> we cannot leave your brother. Mama? He's gone. I have to know what happened, Sydney. The doctors will tell us. Oh, fuck. Jesus. Do not blasphemy. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, Mama. Just wait here. I'm gonna take this. Uh, hello? Uh, is this Sydney? If this is a spam call, now is really not a good... It's Katie. Oh my god, oh my god! Did you get my emails? Of course you got my emails, you're calling Ka Katie. Thank you. Thank you, I... My brother. He's gone. I'm sorry. I... I know what that's like. We're coming to you, Noah and I. Thank you! I... I don't know where to go, you know? We were at home, then we were in the car, and now we're at a hospital. But... I don't feel safe. Anywhere. I get it. But stay put. We'll... We'll do what we can. Okay. Okay. How long do you think... Mom? Mom! Sydney, be careful! No! No! Mama, no! to Don't Look. Please remember to subscribe, leave us a review, and share this episode with your friends. To learn more about our audio dramas and tabletop shows, visit talesoftheforgotten.com. Don't Look, Episode 2 was written and directed by Crystal Storm. Sound designed by Hannah Cardiac. Starring Lena Garcia as Katie. Gerald Hill as Noah. Jake Riker as the monster. Kay Riley as Sydney, Melissa Oki as Terenzio, Race DeCanis as The Fixer, Nick Mercer as Officer Lucas, Shelly McArlene as Shelly, 
Bobby Chet as Sydney's mom, Clara. Hannah Cardiac as news announcer one. Jocelyn Ford as news announcer two. Cam Sully as YouTuber Nate. Guama Harstenel as TikToker. <laughs>